All right, now I'm going to talk about probably probably my favorite division outside of the uh, NFC West this year. I'm going to talk about the NFC South and its revival. I'll, I'll call it that this uh, this this last year and uh, this year as well. My God, the wealth of talent that's just dropped right into the NFC South has been amazing. Christian McCaffrey in Carolina. Brady coming to Tampa Bay, as well as bringing in Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. Not to mention that Saints are still good, like still just dumb good, even though they don't know when to show up. Todd Gurley going to Atlanta. It's just been great for the NFC South. So I'm going to start. I guess I'll start with Carolina. So it's it's a new branded Carolina team, new fa- new faces, uh, new coach Matt Rule, new quarterback. You got uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Christian McCaffrey out for like half the season, so it's been kind of iffy for them. But they've really found they found something. They found something in Teddy Bridgewater. They found something in Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel. They looked great. DJ Moore's had a little bit of a shaky season. He's been okay at times, but Carolina's found something. Uh, they have a halfway def- decent defense. They have just a lot of guys that want to play football. A lot of guys that just get stuff done. Uh, they're in and about every game they play. Uh, they play hard. You know, it's it's limited, obviously, with Teddy Bridgewater. And when they had Mike Davis running the ball, he was still great for them. But it was still a limited team. You know, taking the Chiefs as far as they did and losing at the end of the game, putting up 33 on them. Uh it was pretty good. It was a great game to watch. I liked the aggressiveness by uh, Matt Rule going for it on fourth downs. Christian McCaffrey looked fresh. He looked good. Um, they got a bright future. Uh, there's going to be some limitations with Teddy unless he can elevate his game. I think uh, sitting last year was really good for his uh, his learning and his development, sitting behind Breeze. I'm hoping the same thing happens for Jameis. Uh, was never a big Jameis guy when he was at Florida State. Didn't really like him when he came out. Uh, was was more more on Mariota, and both of the guys have kind of fizzled out after being number one and number two picks. And it's uh it's, it's kind of been sad to see this uh, this fall. It's kind of like uh, oh, I don't want to say meteoric fall because there's been bright spots on both of them. I'll never forget freaking Mariota throwing a touchdown pass to himself and beating the Chiefs twice in the playoffs. No big deal. Not mad still. Not mad. Uh, but I'd like to see him turn around too. Uh, I don't know where a good home would be for him. He might be the solution after Breeze calls it quits. And I don't know when that is. It's, it's been up and down this year and last year looking at him. He, you know, he still shows you that he's Drew Breeze, but man, he makes some mistakes and he looks old sometimes. I, I don't know how much longer he got. I thought he would have retired last year, especially if they would have gone, if not won the Super Bowl. And I think that hunger is what's keeping keeping him going, driving him even. Uh, it's been tough. It's been tough to to evaluate Drew Brees. Alvin Kamara is still great. Uh, he's doing things that only like Marshall Falk have done, and he's just killing it all season long. Michael Thomas is finally coming back, and the one game that he played this season, excuse me, he uh, he still looks like him. So I'll just be waiting for him to get 15 catches and two touchdowns at some point. I mean, that's coming fairly soon, I assume. Their defense, though, on the other hand, 
my god why did they do that to the buccaneers why then they didn't stop they just kept going my god they just beat the crap out of him they didn't let him do anything all night long that defense is legit with uh their cornerbacks marshawn Lattimore, janoris jenkins and you've got uh um uh, malcolm butler malcolm uh, malcolm malcolm butler maybe malcolm jenkins malcolm jenkins my mistake my mistake not uh not the super bowl hero uh, Malcolm Jenkins. Wow, that's embarrassing. Uh, Mike Malcolm Jenkins, they're back there in the secondary too, and their d- defensive line is going to be great. You know, always Cam Jordan uh, spearheading that defensive line. But they've had uh, they've had a lot of people come through recently, and this team. I hate to say it because I say it every god dang year. They look like they can make a push for the Super Bowl again. Um, I'm not as convinced this year with uh, the loss to the Raiders. That was pretty. Uh, that was pretty piss poor out of you, New Orleans. And with Drew Brees' age, I'm not entirely sold on him. But you know, you can't count him out now that Michael Thomas is back. They're they're just good. If they were a grade, I'd give him a B plus. And if you're gonna get to the Super Bowl, I'd say you'd have to have an A. And I think they're just right there. I mean, they could become an A toward the end of the semester, but right now they're just stuck at B plus. Um, team that everybody thinks is going to the Super Bowl, Tampa Bay. Um, what do you do after that spanking you got on Sunday night? My God, where where do you even start? You just throw it out the window, throw the whole whole thing out the window, and say, "All right, we'll get them next week." Because when they've looked good, they've looked great. But when they've looked bad, oh my God, have they looked bad? I mean, Week One against the Saints, they got smacked. Here they are getting smacked by the Saints again. You know, Brady, Brady's either going to throw no touchdowns and just get his butt kicked the entire time, or he's going to throw five and just light everyone up. I don't I don't know how to take this team. You know, people want to blame it on Antonio Brown and the chemistry issues that he might have brought. I don't think that's it. Uh, I think some of it may have probably been the mismatch of the Bucks' offensive line with the Saints' defensive line. I They have looked shaky all year, and I hear that they have pro bowlers on that offensive line. I didn't show it didn't show any of that it was uh it was rough my god brady was just flinching and falling at some points he looked like peyton manning out there just curling up just i'm I'm gonna lay down don't hit me i'll lay down and they have the weapons my god do they have the weapons if you have this surrounding you you might as well be you know it's like the same thing with uh think of it regardless he's surrounded by weapons just absolute weapons everywhere gronk a tight end i was skeptical i was like okay gronk's gonna be old and for the first couple weeks he looked like it but now he looks he looks good and i hate to say it i hate to see tom brady and gronk being good again but man it's fun uh chris godwin shows up on the injury report every week but still he's a solid dude he's over a thousand yards last year mike evans absolute monster in the red zone biggest dude on the field he's come on man this is who he has and then he brings in antonio brown come on they've got the weapons so i don't know why they couldn't just scheme anyone open i don't know if it was just a coaching mismatch and i don't want to blame bruce arians i like bruce arians i think it was just just a bad game man it's a bad game all around ronald jones and leonard fournette couldn't get anything going 
and they've both been hot and cold all year. I mean, Ronald Jones has been their main guy, other than when he fucks up. Then they put in Fournette, and most of the time, they don't skip a beat. But, man, if they're going to go to the Super Bowl, they better not have another performance like that. Like, people are picking them for the wild card. At this rate, yeah, I'd say the Saints win the division, and they get the wild card, which they can't. They can't, you know, write it off because their schedule gets tough after this. I don't know. I don't know how they're going to just throw that out the window and not learn anything. But, you know, they might. They've got Tom Brady. And as much as I hate to say it, Tom Brady's the GOAT. Tom Brady has shown that he is better without Belichick than Belichick is without him. It's showing that it's not all the system. Tom Brady's freaking good. And I've been assist- I've been like, oh, it's a system guy for as long as I can remember. I've never believed Tom Brady was this good outside of New England. And he's showing me the fuck up. He's shutting every hater's mouth this year. And I hate to say it. God, I hate to say it. <sighs> I don't know. I, I, I really don't know what they do after that. Um, I'll tell you this, though. Bucks, please bring back the creamsicle uniforms. Please. Please just give me the creamsicle uniforms. Oh, my God. That's all I want. But you won't do it. I know you won't do it because I want it. But just please, please do that for me. And then Atlanta. Oh, my goodness, Atlanta. Where do we start? Let's start with the good. Noticeable pause. It's hard to find the good. You got Todd Gurley, but he's been injured like constantly enough to where he can still play but my god that arth- that arthritis in that knee has just obviously been a problem it has obviously held him back and he has lost a step and i like todd Gurley, but it is clear he's not the same guy that he was in la or you know when they were st louis he's nowhere near that guy uh it's a different off- offensive line different offensive scheme i know it's going to take time to like you know to read the offense and you know figure out your plays and stuff but it just kind of comes down to it it looks like he's lost a step so he's okay you know another year of julio and calvin and matt ryan and it looked hot it looked good it was great but julio does his thing he gets injured and he comes back and he gets injured and he comes back and he gets injured and he comes back and i'm not ready to pull the plug on atlanta I'm not ready to say that, you know, we need to blow up this team and start over because I think they still have pretty pretty good pieces. But they got to figure something out on defense. They, they This front office, this draft board, this GM have got to hit in the next draft on defense. They have got to. Because if they don't, they're gone. They have to be gone because Dan Quinn took the heat for it and he did not deserve it. Dan Quinn did a fine job and really just kind of got shafted by getting fired. Atlanta did everything last year to make sure that they didn't lose so that he wouldn't get fired, and then they had a slow start. And most of the games they were they've lost this year, they've been in. They've been close finishes. It's just the lack of star power on defense. You don't have anybody that can make a play for you. There's no one that can stop the offense, and so your offense goes back out there with twenty seconds left and expected and is expected to go the field. That's not gonna happen. It just doesn't happen in the NFL unless you're Patrick Mahomes. Unless you have someone like Tyreek Hill you're throwing to, even with Julio Jones. Matty Ice is not going to get it down there for him. 
I don't know. Uh, I understand that Atlanta fans want to be, you know, upset. You know, but man, the the twenty eight to three memes are just still alive with this team. I don't know what this team can do. You know, they've tried new head coaches. They've tried different identities. I I don't know. I, I'd really like to see them do something. There's a lot of chatter about trading Julio and trading different pieces at the at the trade deadline and even blowing the team up. <sighs> ride it ride it two more years. Two more years and see what you can do. But the front office has got to fix this team. The the GM has got to fix this team. Go out and get somebody on defense. Spend the money. Find the money. Get someone on defense because your offensive line is pretty decent. Uh, it, it, for once, it's not an issue, and if that's fine, you can go on and go and spend the money on other people. You know, the the Ravens have been doing it constantly this season, picking up uh, Unique Ngakwe uh, just earlier in the year, and they picked up uh, Calais Campbell in free agency. Why aren't you making those moves? Why aren't you trying to get defensive talent? You know. You, you can't sit on the sidelines and not f- address these issues. The the Eagles were already pretty decent at corner. They went out and got Darius Slay. Like, come on. You have to be aggressive. You have to make changes. You have to do something or else you will drown. You can't just coast. That's how you end up with teams like this. Teams that are underachieving in value and underachieving with what they can do. Just come on, Atlanta. Do something.